I got none of these, no Greek matches. So I started praying and I just said, Lord, I'm Pentecostal. I'm spirit filled. <laughs> like, I believe you tell us things today. So I thought if you can tell people something in an altar and I've seen you do that, yeah. why can't you just tell me his name? Come on. So I prayed about it. And after about three times of really intense prayer, I sensed the Lord drop this name in my spirit. And he said, your father's name is Gus. No way. Yes. Hello, friends, and welcome to The Known Podcast. I'm your host, Liz Burns, and I am so excited for you to hear today my interview with guest Deanna Schrodes. Oh, listen, you guys, my faith was so encouraged by this interview and this story of God's miraculous uh, provision. I I just cannot wait. I don't even want to wait another minute longer and talk. Check this out. Here is my interview with Deanna Schrodes. Welcome back to this week's episode of the Gnome Podcast. And today I am so excited because I'm joined by a friend, someone I admire, Miss Deanna Schrodes is here. Deanna, welcome. And thank you for being on the Gnome Podcast. Oh, thanks. I'm so honored to be here. Well, I've known you for a few years. We've had the Mm -hmm. privilege of knowing you. For my listeners who don't know, though, will you just tell them 30 seconds of who you are? Absolutely. Um, Daughter of God. Yes. I'm also a wife, a mom of three grown children and we have three grandchildren right now, one on the way. Um, we're going from one grandchild to four within six months because <gasps> we just had twins. What? So we have Mila, who is our first, and Riley and Hallie, who are our twins. Oh and then gosh. we have another one due, our our, um, our son and his wife wow. are due with our first what joy. in February. So we'll have four. Well, yeah. you are super You exciting. are doctor. Yes. Deanna Schrodes. Yeah. As of April of this year. Yes. Dr. Deanna Schrodes. We can't. I know how much work goes into that. So we can't pass that up. I watched my husband go through it. And man, you deserve all the props for that. How many times did you consider quitting in the program? (laughs) I don't know that I considered quitting. I did feel overwhelmed. I actually, I lost some of my hair. I mean, it it was stressful, but it was worth it. And um, yeah, so I have my doctorate as well, wow. and I'm the district women's director for Florida, Penn, Florida, for the awesome. Assemblies of God. Awesome. And those are just some of the things Awesome. Do. And listeners, we were already talking about this, but you know I'm going to ask her, Deanna, you said you have a bulldog? Yes, an English bulldog. <laughs> and um, we have Manchester. We call him Manny. Oh. And he's a couple years old and the light of our life. Oh. And so we love bulldogs. Don't you wish you could just, you know, those days when people are really hard. It's like dogs are never that hard to deal with. They're oh just always gosh. constant. They're always. <laughs> yes. If I could take Manny literally everywhere with me, yes. I would. Thank you. I, would. I hope my husband's listening. I keep saying, can I bring, can I bring the dogs to church? No. No, no. And well, I, ironically, I have a dog named Gus. So, oh my gosh, gonna... that is so hilarious. <laughs> we call him Gus Gus. He's going to bring us to kind of a little bit about what we're going to talk today. Yes. Deanna, I brought you in today. I think, first of all, I already told Deanna, I said, I hope this is a book one day because you have some stories to tell, girl. Mm-hmm. But tell us a little bit about, let's see, is this the last, how many years in the making is this journey at finding your oh, biological dad? Decades. Decades. Decades, yes, yes. Oh my gosh. I've been looking most of my adult life and my 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 biological mother told me this was about um 10 years ago now or so she told me that um i was never going to know she always said that i was never going to know who he was and so we had a very very difficult conversation about 10 years ago last conversation we had about it and i said he has to be 80 years old by now what is the harm in this when are you going to tell me and she said i'm never going to tell you i will never tell you in fact she said i'm going to go to the grave with that name with his name well what a horrible thing that within two weeks, 
two weeks, we found out she was terminally ill. Oh and we my had gosh, we had no idea prior to that that she was even sick. So within two weeks, she was terminally ill. Within a couple months, she was dead. Oh my gosh. And she made good on that promise. She never told me his name. She died with the name. So I was not only devastated that the birth mom that I had been in relationship with and, you know, in contact with and building, you know, had a close relationship. Not only was I healing from the grief of her death, but yes. also that she went to the grave doing what she said she would do. Yeah. So growing up then, you never had a uh, father figure or was no, there no, someone? No, no, I did. Okay. Yes, because I was adopted. Okay. But I never knew who my birth father was and wow. that had always really um, affected me. And so I... I was really depressed thinking this is, I'm never going to know. And, um, but I, but I didn't give up. I said, I'm going to keep looking, even though I had no information other than she had told me that he was a hundred percent Greek. Wow. And, uh, but I had no other real information. Um, so I had nothing to go on. So I took DNA tests with all the five major companies that are out wow. there that everybody hears about ancestry, 23 Me, all of that. And then, um, pretty much nothing came in at that point because, I had about a thousand matches on my mother's side because oh. she's American and from Virginia. Yeah. And so all these matches of, you know, some close as well as distant cousins and things like that, but pr maybe like five Greek matches because, and they were all very, very distant. Wow. A lot of Greeks, for whatever reason, don't test. Okay. Um, a lot of times they just, they already know where they're from. They don't need yeah. to know where, they're, you know. So they're like, why am I going to waste $119 to yes. find out I'm from Athens? They're you proud know? of being Greek and they want to be Greek. And yes, so, yeah, it's like, yes. don't need a test to tell me that. Right. Yes. So I had almost no Greek matches and I was super depressed. And then, um, so I, I assembled this team of people because I love teams. Yes. I love building teams. I love working with teams. So I assembled this team of people, 18 people on Facebook. We had a private group and we no called way. ourselves Finding Mr. Greek. No way. Yes, yes. And I mean, this is a movie. Are you all not riveted? This is so fascinating to me. This feels like a movie. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's 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 surreal. So these 18 friends who had helped me and stood by me, some of them were from the adoption community, adoptee community, and they were... Some of them were DNA experts. Some of them were genealogical experts. Others of them were just friends who stood by me. And they were all committed to help me find him. So during this process, I got none of these, no Greek matches. So I started praying and I just said, Lord, I'm Pentecostal. I'm spirit filled. <laughs> like, I believe you tell us things today. So I thought if you can tell people something in an altar and I've seen you do that, yeah. why can't you just tell me his name? Come on. So I prayed about it. And after about three times of really intense prayer, I sensed the Lord drop this name in my spirit. And he said, your father's name is Gus. No way. Yes. Oh and gosh. so did you I mean, did you do the thing we all do? It's like, oh, that uh, wasn't that, the Lord. That was my lunch. Or, of course. You know. Of course. Of oh course. Oh, my gosh. So, and did you write it down? Like, do you remember oh, that day? What day that was? I not only wrote it down, but I contacted the group, the 18 people. And this is crazy because I know that there's even people that are that are Christians, that are total faith, people of faith, that some of them would probably doubt that I really did wow. this, that this really is true. But I have emails. I have correspondence from that time where I contacted the 18 people and said, I know some of you aren't believers. In fact, there are several that are atheists. No way. I said, and I know that you're probably going to think I'm crazy. But God spoke to me. And I know we have nothing to go on, but you know, that he's Greek. I said, but I really believe God spoke to me. His name is Gus. And I want us to search for Gus. Oh well, thankfully, not one of those 18 people laughed. All of them mm. said, we will help you. We will help you. So we decided we were going to narrow it down. I was in Richmond, Virginia. That's where I was from. 
and we were going to look for Gus, 10 years younger than my mother, same age, and then 10 years older. So we were looking within a 20-year span oh for any Gus in Richmond, Virginia. And, <sighs> and Gus translated in Greek would be Constantine, Constantinos, or Costas. So we also <sighs> looked for those three names. We came up with hundreds of men oh, within yeah. that time. And we started contacting them all. No way. Yes. Or just calling them. Was it a, calling like, them? Mostly calling hi, them. Hi, you yes. might be my guy. Yes. 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 Oh, and no way. Yes, I had to make all these cold calls. They, they. Yes, I had to just take a deep breath and say, uh, you know, you might be my father. And based on a hunch from on a, the Holy Spirit. From, yes. 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 <laughs> I mean, this is I incredible. Know. Yeah. Okay. I know. Keep going. I'm just riveted. Go I ahead. know. I know. So. If they were dead, I would contact their daughter, their son, their um, their cousin, their niece, their nephew, somebody, and say. And my question was, can I can I pay to have you take a DNA test to see if you happen what? to match me? Did some of them go? Uh, you're crazy. No. Wow. Some that's of them. Awesome. Some of them were a little nervous. Yeah. I mean, a lot nervous because they wondered, oh, could this be true? Could Are you could trying our father to steal their identity? Or, or yeah. Well, or... they would. Most oh. most of them would wonder, did my father have an affair, or did oh, you know, or did yeah. my uncle have an affair, or whatever? Yeah. That was the main thing. But most of them agreed to take the test. I mean, how long is this from when you felt the name Gus? Mm -hmm. How long are you calling names? A year. A year. A year. Yes. A year. A year. <laughs> a year. And we and so then we went through all those names. And nothing turned up a match. And no that way. was incredibly depressing. Yeah. Um, I mean, I went through so many ups and downs waiting for these test results to come in. Nothing was a match. And then... Um, Can we, I ask real quick? Did you at some point go, God, did I hear you? Yes, absolutely. 100%. Yes. So what made you keep going then? Well, a lot of it was also driven by the people that were helping me were really driven. And they mm. were like, we're not going to give up. This is just a bump in the road. Like, we are going to wow. succeed. And so I had... So it matters some, who you surround yourself with. It sure does. It <laughs> sure does. I had amazing friends who um, surrounded me. And, you know, out of that 18, there were ones that were closer. There was a closer group of three to five that, I mean, they pressed in. And some of them would even work at their computers. Mm. Not every night, but... Occasionally, when we would get a lead, there were ones of them that would work all night long at their computer, looking through records or genealogical records, going through DNA matches, trying to make connections. And, you know, we we went to Virginia. We searched there. Wow. We we called the Greek church. You know, wow. we called high school. I called everybody. I called most of the people in my mother's senior class. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. I mean, we when I say we exhausted everything to the ends of the earth and then nothing happened for the next eight years. Eight years. Deanna. Eight years. We had up now, we, we got leads, we followed them, we made thousands of phone calls, you know, emails, oh snail gosh. mail. We would, yeah. um, in between that time, I also posted. Finally, when we just ran out of what looked like every option, I started posting on social media sites in wow. Richmond, Virginia, saying, I'm looking for my father. And wow. hundreds of people answered to talk to me there on like just, you know, comment threads. But a couple of them, actually reached out further to say, I want to be on your team. I want to help you. Wow. I want to see this happen. And they were like boots on the ground there in the area who would yeah. go, I would say, hey, I need this from the library. And they would run over, you know, and became some really close friends. What is your husband saying this whole time? Is he on board? Is he like, okay, He's, you're a little yeah. obsessed with this? Like, where was he with this? All over the map. Yeah. I mean, he was he was, he was always supportive. Yeah. And, and stuff like that. But there were times where he would say, hey, 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 we need to back up. Yeah. You know, you're, um, because he could just see me getting overwhelmed yes. with the ups and downs and all of that. You know, so there were times that he was like, you know, oh, my gosh, this is, you know, this is too much. Yeah. You know, it's overwhelming. But yes, but he was always supportive. So eight years went by. 
And then I was leading um, our cohort group, our leadership cohort online on Zoom. And um, there was a gal that I had asked to, to teach us. Pastor Stephanie Smith from Washington State was teaching us. And she said, I want all of you to pull out a piece of paper right now and write a question to the Lord. And it's going to be private. Ooh, and so that's a can of worms, isn't it? <laughs> so <laughs> just to open that up. Wow. So I wrote on my paper. When are you going to help me find my father? Ooh. And I have writ- I have prayed that at least a thousand times. Wow. And when people say, what is the significance of that? It's just that you keep asking, you keep praying, you never give up. And then another friend in the cohort, Christy Hahn, I didn't know until after, but she showed me the third question. She wrote three questions, and her third one was, will you please help Deanna find her oh, father? That's a and real that's, friendship you know, right and there. And again, it's who you surround yourself with. Yes. And so I got off of that Zoom, and one of my friends from the group, Finding Mr. Greek, because uh, they were always checking, various ones of them would check my DNA matches throughout the day to see if anything has popped up. And she says, I checked your DNA matches this afternoon while you were in your meeting, and I could not wait for you to get out of your meeting because you have a close Greek match for the very first time. No way. And she said, Deanna, within the next couple hours, we're going to know who your father is. <gasps> yes. And you had just, I mean, I just got chills, first of all. Yeah. Because you had just written, when are you going to help me find my dad? Yes. Yes. My yes. gosh. Yep. This is a listen, Hollywood. If you're out there, this is the yeah. movie. Oh my gosh, it was amazing. So we <gasps> had this match, and not only was it a match, but in the next couple hours, we discovered that it was what's known as an X match. <gasps> so an X chromosome match means it's um, related. Okay, this was my first male cousin, wow. but it meant that the match had to come through his mother. Okay, he's my first cousin, so it meant that his mother's brother has to be my father. <gasps> has to be my father. Oh, my gosh. Well, we were delighted when we started, when my team started doing the family tree, started going on Ancestry and doing yeah. the, doing this man's family tree. And we were delighted to see that my first cousin's mother, my aunt, only has one brother. So it had to be him. No way. Mm-hmm. And his name is Gus. <laughs> his name is Gus. <laughs> Did you laugh? Did you fall over? Well, Did you? Were you just like, oh, I knew it. And I, Well, I, I honestly wondered how in the world did this happen because – we had searched and then it immediately became clear why because he was born in 1930 that means that he was 16 years older than my mother oh, not 10 cut it off at 10 we cut it off at 10 <gasps> my mother had me at 20 years old wow. and he was 36 and wow. we never imagined that and so he was just so much older and then we discovered through continuing to research that he was still alive I had always expected to find a grave because mm. so much time has gone by but he's alive and he's 91 and he never got married, and he never had any children. I'm You're his, his only. I'm his only. <laughs> I'm his only. And within minutes, um, I was emailing my my cousin and saying, um, hey, we're a first cousin match. Can we talk? And he said, um, I'm in Greece right now, and can I call you? And I said, yes. And he called, and he said, um, hey, what do you already know? And I said, not much, just that my father is 100% Greek. He said, that's all you know? <laughs> I said, yes. And he says, well, I think my uncle Gus is your father. I said, I, I know that, you know, this is an X match and yeah. you know, he, he's, he's definitely my father. And he says, yes, I believe that. And he said, would you like to hear the rest of the story? And I said, yes. And then he proceeded, it's way too long for a podcast, but yeah. he proceeded to tell me the rest of the story that I had never known all my life, oh my but had, had craved to know. And so then within, um, the next day, um, I was on FaceTime with Gus, my father. And After years Years and years. Years, years and years. Suddenly, there's a suddenly mm-hmm. moment. Yes. Isn't and that like God? Wow. Yes. 
And he immediately accepted me. He still to this day does not wrap his mind around DNA and what all that is. Yeah. It just doesn't with his generation. Yeah. He has a hard time comprehending it. But when he heard, you know, who my mother is yeah. and the story and all of that, it immediately he knew that I was his child. And so he immediately accepted me. There was not one second where he was like, I don't know what I'm going to do about this. As soon as he got on FaceTime with me, um, I... I could tell that he was he had tears in his eyes, which my cousin said was amazing because he's never seen him cry. What? And I wondered, oh, my gosh, is this just too much for him or yeah. whatever? And I said, um, Gus, I, I knew I was coming. I knew that I was searching for all this time. I knew I was headed your way, but you didn't know I was headed your way. Right. And I said, are you OK right now? And he said, how soon can you come? <gasps> Oh my God! How soon can you come, Deanna? I, I know. can't. I, mean... I know. I know. And he said, a few minutes later, he said, "I woke up this morning all alone in the world." Stop. And he said, oh. "In this afternoon, I have a daughter, a son-in-law, three grandchildren, and a great grandbaby." And he said, "I'm not alone anymore." Oh, yeah. My gosh. So then, to further blow your mind, within <laughs> a short time, my husband and I were headed there to see him. Had you the... been to Greece ever? No, you'd never been to Greece. No. Okay. Oh, but he was okay. He was in Richmond, Virginia, right where I was from. He never left. <sighs> he was right there from where I was from. No way. Yes. So we were headed to Richmond, and we we met in person, and right away I started talking to him about the Lord, and I said. Um, hey, I, you know, you're 91. I said, I don't know how much time you and I have together. I said, wow. I've met you at the tail end of your life. I said, but the good news is you and I can spend eternity together. Oh, my gosh. I said, but that that's up to you. That choice is up to you. And he said, I want to make that choice. <gasps> and I said, oh, here's how. And oh I laid out the plan. And he prayed the prayer and accepted Jesus Christ as his Savior. And I'm now discipling my 91-year-old father. You better give God some praise in your car right now or wherever you are. That's pretty incredible. Yeah, it is pretty I incredible. I mean, this is like chills yeah. on chills on chills. Did, simple question. Yeah. Did you think you looked like him? Oh, gosh, yes. No way. Oh, yes, 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 yes. I mean, it was unbelievable. That was another undeniable thing that a lot of people said, If boy, if you can't tell from this. <laughs> You know, but we did then right away that week, I took a, a home paternity test yes. with me and we took one right away and that was a match. And then we um, subsequently took a, what's known as a legal wow. DNA that, you know, stands up in court or anywhere, you know. So we got that done. Well, then, then he <laughs> said to me, um, pretty quickly, he said to me, um, he, well, he was in a nursing home mm. and he said, please don't let me die in here. Oh my gosh. He's all alone. And back in January, his doctor had done a wellness check to his house. Mm. And because he hadn't come to a, an appointment. Wow. And he was found, I won't go into all the details, but in really bad condition. Mm. And um, they took him by ambulance to the hospital. It took two months to get him stable. And then after two months, they put him in a nursing home and they had nowhere else for him. And because of the condition he was found in, Adult Protective Services was mm. in charge of him. And so when I found him, they were pretty much in control. And then he was in this nursing home. And all the doctors, the nurses, everyone was thrilled that we had met. His doctor, who had done the wellness check, was thrilled that we met. Wow. Um, everybody was overjoyed. And he was saying to me, please, please help me. I don't want to end my life in here. Hmm. Um, but the only, the only pushback we got at all was the administrator of that place, the mm. financial administrator, did not want him to leave there. Mm. And part of that was because they were getting so much money for him to be there oh, dear. per day. <laughs> And it was it was all about money. Wow. So long story short, my husband and I had to quickly we got attorneys and fought to get him out of there. 
And on uh, July 26th, we brought him home to Florida, and he lives with me now. So when you go home today, yes, your dad I, is home. He is right there at my house, and we have, we yes, we have care of him full time. And I, yes, I mean, it, we have been. And I always say when when people hear this, like when his doctors hear this, yeah. and new people hear this, they're like, "What? Come again? <laughs> like you've you've never done first first of all, you guys just met, just and met. you've never done this before, never had any experience with this before." And I'm, I say to them, yes, I've been thrown into the deep end of the pool. With, yeah. Or I threw myself into yeah. the deep end of you the jumped. pool <laughs> yeah. without knowing how to swim. And I'm learning how. And so he does require 100% sure. full-time care. Most yeah. things need to be done for him. Uh, well, everything needs to be done for him. And um, and he's going to finish his life on here on earth uh, in our home. <laughs> I just and so yeah, I, I know. Mean, I know. Did it's, I tell you guys or did I tell you guys? It's the a wild story. Ride. Is phenomenal. Okay, <laughs> I mean, I know this is like literally decades in the making. Yeah, but for our listeners, because I mean, we have a twenty-five minute podcast, but this is like insane and incredible, and like, how can you deny God? Things like that. Mm-hmm. But is there a spiritual lesson? I know there's mm-hmm. probably a book full. Oh yeah, but is there one that comes to mind off the top of your mind that you go during this time? This was something I learned. I mean, you've been walking with the mm-hmm. Lord, what, your whole life? Like, almost. Almost. So, mm-hmm. but was there something mm-hmm. new in your spirit that threw this whole thing? Oh, so many things. The most current thing right now is mm. just realizing the depth of God's love for me. Wow. I've prayed this prayer so many years. I've waited for this for so long. And in my heart, I just had already settled the fact that I had expected to find a grave and to maybe meet a brother, a half-brother or sister, an, an aunt, an uncle, a cousin, and someone who could show me a picture and tell me a few things about my father. Wow. I never dreamed I would get this opportunity. So I feel like, first of all, my faith is sky high. That hmm. When I hear the voice of God, I, I believe it and hmm. I act on it even more quickly than I, than I even used to. And I used hmm. to act on it pretty quickly, but now my faith is yes. a million miles higher. And of believing that God speaks today, that he can do yes. absolutely anything, and that he, Same God. he loves us so deeply, so much. And I realized that God gave Gus and I this window of time. You know, he's given us this precious window of time to not only meet. The other thing is, and I haven't, this is the first place that I've ever shared this. Ugh. Gus has a 90-year-old sister, and she prayed for him for years to come to Christ. No way. Yes. <laughs> and, and here's the thing. I used to pray because I was just convinced he was dead, Yeah, I prayed, Lord, um, will you send somebody in his path Ugh. to lead him to you so that in heaven you can actually introduce me to him? And that's what I was praying. Well, Elizabeth, his sister, had been praying that he would turn to the Lord and had talked to him about it many mm. times, but he was resistant. I met him, prayed the prayer with him, and she has told me since several times, she said, I started it and you finished come it. Come on, come and on. Yes. And so I see how her prayers over yeah. all the many years where it seemed like to her, time is running out. My brother's Ooh. going into eternity without knowing the Lord. That's going to preach. You know, I'm praying, Lord, let me meet him in heaven. Meanwhile, mm. I didn't realize I was the person God was going to send across <laughs> his path to lead him to Jesus. And so I think my faith is a mile high. That's a, um, an, one lesson. Yes. God loves us so deeply. God loves yes. Gus so deeply yes. to send me into his life, not only to um, lead him to Christ, but also to take care of him because oh, I'm, you know, us. we're taking care of him full time. 
And so um, he never dreamed that this would, I mean, and his, his sister, she always says, what a miracle. She's like, many people don't do this for their own family that they know their whole life, but here, you know, you're doing it for Gus. And a lot of people talk about how Gus is so blessed. Oh, he needs to just thank his lucky stars. And I say, okay, that's all, that's all true. But what people don't understand is what I'm also receiving from this, the oh. incredible blessing from God of something I've yearned for my whole life. I didn't imagine I would get it up close and personal like yeah. this. You know, I never imagined God would allow my yeah. my father to live in my home. I mean, this <laughs> I mean, yeah. is incredible. So oh, just the oh. love of God, the wow. blessings of God, and just don't give up. Keep seeking, keep asking, keep knocking. Nothing is too difficult for God. Don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up. Deanna, I, my faith is sky high now. I'm, <laughs> I'm literally, I hope you're listening. And friend, you're praying for that lost family member. You're believing for something. You say, why haven't I found my spouse yet? Why haven't we conceived a baby yet? Why haven't I found my family yet? Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, there is no timeline with God. His ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. Don't be discouraged. Just know that God is working even when we don't see it. And know today that you, he is for you. Don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up. Deanna, thank you mm. for coming. What a story. You're welcome. I'm if, honored. If people want more of you, where can they find you? Do you have a website? Things like that. Yes. They can find me at pfwomen.com. Okay. They can also um, email me at deannashroads.com. Great. Shroads being S-H-R-O-D-E-S. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Um, it was an honor to have you here. You're welcome back anytime. Thank you so much. <laughs> and we'll be right back with more of The Known Podcast. Was that not an unbelievable story, friends? I hope, like me, your faith is sky high right now. I know when I finished that interview with Deanna, I just thought, wow, we really have a God who knows us so intimately and specifically. And I don't know what you're believing for out there, but let this story encourage you today. Your God is still listening and he still does miracles. Well, listen, this past weekend we had the Known Conference and it was incredible. I hope you're following along with us at Known Ladies on Instagram. We have recaps, we have pictures, and we wanna hear from you. What did you love? What do you wanna see next year? We just can't wait to start dreaming for Known 23 and we'd love for you to be part of that. Well, we'll be back next week with an all new episode. And until then, never forget that you are known and loved by God. We'll see you next week.